the gong. University Flowers. Asking the questions. And for Sam and Rob Kingston. Hello and welcome to At The Gong, episode 26 of the season, the second quarter final, Royal Holloway demolishing Robert Gordon. Or maybe demolishing is a bit unfair. We had a, a good rally at the end. We're into the quarters, we're into the pointy end of the season, the mad old system that is uh, the progression through University Challenge is well underway and we have had an absolutely excellent game this evening. Um, I'm calling from Milan, which is quite a long way away. Rob, where are you joining us from? I'm joining you from the same room from which I've joined you the last however many times in Stockwell <laughs> in London, which is, ah, uh, Stockwell, well, is I was it? about to say it's not as glamorous as Milan, but actually I bet if you kind of polled the entire world and said, which city is more glamorous, London or Milan, I think maybe oh, it would be. By country mile, it's London. I mean, I don't know yeah. what Stockwell's contributing to that, but... Um, the Oval. Yeah, no, there's at least one nice roundabout around Stockwell Way <laughs> yeah. that you cycle well, the through. Oval. No, I'm thinking of um, if you if you ever take the cycle path into town, it more goes through that uh, Portuguese part of town just before. Oh yeah, happens. yeah, yeah, little little Portugal. Um, yeah, who's through there? Delights I tremendous. have tried shamefully little of, despite the fact that I've lived here for like nearly a year now. I've and it brings you enjoyed. shame, does it, on a regular? Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a, a lovely time this evening, Rob. Um, points to go in with. I'm just going to start with a random one. I love that Abramovich on the far left of Robert Gordon. Uh, no, not Robert Gordon, of the other one. Uh, Royal Holloway Royal bowed his head while he was listening. You could only see his hair, all of his hair. And there's a lot of his hair. There's a lot of hair to shroud him in. So it was kind <laughs> yeah. of it, it was an enhanced effect with him. If it was a guy with like a short back and sides, you might not have noticed it, but <laughs> he kind of like hung it down and created a canopy for himself. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty good. I was going to say you said it. You, you said at the top of the show that it was uh, almost a, mm. uh, a battering. It was mm. another one of these classic classic cases where sort of halfway through the scoreline, hints teases at something historic, but then you know. You're Parity desperate for one of these, aren't you, Rob? One of these days you'll get 200 yeah. plus zero. Well, I was thinking, I mean, you, if I recall correctly, weren't so hot on the Robert Gordon lot last time they appeared. They weren't Correct. your preferred yeah. team. So I just thought, yeah. actually, Edward, at this time, Edward would have been the one wanting <laughs> a kind of an absolute turnover. Yeah. Uh, um, I was, yeah. It's I very unfairly just sort of don't think they're good crack and they just sort of are visibly nervous, you know, when someone... Well, I think I've got so to say, because, because you know, I, I agree with you more now. Having seen them mm. in a sort of slightly more difficult game situation, you know, they mm. don't like it up, old Robert Gordon. Um, <laughs> and uh, Cullen, who I, on whose side I'd sort of been, yeah. appeared to sort of slightly lose her cool a bit, at, you know, as she found the team in that compromising position which she obviously wasn't used to she made a few howlers just trying to sort of rest back a bit of momentum you know and i can understand why because she's such a she's such a kind of like she's a great quizzer Mm. but she Mm. just she blurted out i think in an attempt to to just to slow down the runaway freight train that had become royal holloway and particularly brown i thought yes really good shout i have that down as well brown is yeah, going to be player of the match for me because it was a very cultural round it suited a one mm. of the culturality of whom i think she is and uh but but she was strong she was there there were lots of other people who've read books around her but she was the one who really knew them boss yeah. the french round as well um, yes 
which seems a slightly unfair advantage. Just if you speak French, you basically can answer them all. But yeah, well, I mean, I got I got two of the Did four you? French Nicely ones. Done. Right, I got a and de which are the, the easy ones. Oh, I did actually but, get um, those as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I just thought uh, Brown absolutely just smoked the competition. And actually, you're right. It, might, it goes to show how, you know, the cards can fall nicely for you because I don't actually recall Brown being enormously influential in games past. But then yeah. in this one, the questions obviously just fell right for her and she dominated. I mean, ably yeah. assisted by Harvey, I think, the captain. He had yes. a few moments. And he had the right sort of um, attitude of positive. Shall we go with that? Let's bounce into yeah. it, including Whereas people. Cullen, Cullen in, at times, I think, sort of slightly overruled or spoke before her team had had a chance to... Yeah, infer. hinders the team with her own genius, with her own like yeah. perfect, brilliant quizzing. Just can't understand why the others don't get it. I enjoyed uh, Cullen's bandana. She obviously came to rumble. <laughs> 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 rumble was such a good choice of word there. <laughs> That's really good. Now you mentioned I think it, rumble is about a... as violent a term as you can possibly use in university challenge. And now yeah. you mentioned it, she did have a couple of fluffs along the way, and I sort of was so admiring of her. I thought of her as like uh, Lara in the late West Indies team. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The, the, the final great genius carrying them through. I did like as well when she said, "Stormzy, Stormzy, Stormzy, Stormzy." That was a nice, funny little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of levity. I think I think I think actually to be to, to their credit, like when it became apparent maybe five minutes out from the end that they just weren't gonna claw it back, they did seem mm. to sort of chill a bit. I mean, mm. Colin at the in the first two thirds of the episode was quite intense, mm. spoke a bit too quickly. I don't think used the resource that was her teammates quite mm. well enough, but then, you know. But then, sort of, I think I think they I think they balanced it back in the end in terms mm -hmm. of kind of <clears throat> their, their approach to it, the character they showed. Anderson was much less impressive this time around. I remember March. him being quite a good. Now there's a really interesting point on like the questions just didn't fall his way this time. Um, yeah. What are Fragini's questions? You know, I don't know, man. He, I mean, he's other in the team. Kind of, he can't be bad, can he? He, I mean, he got he got and, unless there were unless only four people auditioned and the other three happened to be really good. <laughs> No, he's obviously, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's, I bet these kinds of quizzes get through University Challenge all the time. They must feature mm. on kind of teams that only last one round in the televised shows. Mm. These people who are very good quizzes yeah. excelled themselves in the auditions, obviously, because they got down to the final four of yeah. presumably a very crowded field. Yeah. And then just like in half an hour of television, not a single question comes their way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's what they get judged on, you know. Yeah. Just, just one little episode of that going straight well, in. Well, I, I think Fergeni's kind of intros were so memorable that that's what he'll be remembered for. Rather exactly. Than I love it so quizzer. much. Hello, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice to address everyone in the room. Mm. Did you notice, well, speaking of everyone in the room, there was a moment with the Stormzy, Stormzy, Stormzy. It got a laugh from someone it in the It did get crowd. a laugh. Which, yeah, that... Um, see, because I've questioned whether or not the live studio audience in university challenge particularly in this era of covid is actually yeah. real and whether or not it might just be kind of canned sounds no. i reckon that sort of spontaneous moment of sort of group response to an actually funny moment <laughs> suggested yeah. that maybe there are people in the room with them you can't fake something like that you know no no, they don't have Titter available on like canned laughter. It? <laughs> it would have been funny if like as she did the Stormzy, 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 it was just the kind of one track, really loud canned laughter that they use on terrible sitcoms because someone obviously pressed a button. <laughs> the friends laughter. <laughs> <laughs> 
Funnily That's enough, really though, good. I was watching an episode of Friends the other day as it was oh, on yeah. TV. Yeah. Um, and there was, I'd never noticed it before. And Friends, despite probably not even being in my top 20 favorite TV shows of all time, it's easily my most watched just because of the fact that it is. Yeah, of course. Versus. And yeah. I've seen every episode countless times. I know it off my heart. And there's one episode that I think was like in season, one of the earlier seasons when they're all still, you know, all the men and women are very hot and young and sort of vibrant. <laughs> yeah. Vibrant. There's yeah. um a moment of the canned laughter where one guy really shines through and he's clearly like absolutely helpless with laughter, just guffawing. <laughs> I was like, I haven't noticed it before, but then I, I literally I like rewound the TV and I listened to it again and it just pierces through and I was like, oh, so this, so you know that this is actual so, kind of so uh, this is a crowd laughing to this rather than just them pressing a button of laughter sounds because the guy was like, it was really funny to hear. It's quite a nice little sort of artifact. I was like, oh. 32 years ago, whenever this thing came out, like that one man just had a night, the night of his life at the live studio recording of Friends. <laughs> I really like that the person in the canned laughter is the one who really shines through now. It's the last bit of reality. <laughs> You've watched the show to death. So that yeah. the, the fine details are what's really bringing it alive now. Yeah. I mean, literally, I, I can literally talk along with each gag and execute each one perfectly. And there's no, there's no suspense. There's nothing new. There's nothing even really entertaining about it except yeah the slight the, the the new kind of nooks and crannies of the laughter track that i'm discovering after all these years <laughs> you've really gone down into it which um <laughs> do you think university ha challenge has a rewatch appeal it's so about freshness that i'm not sure it would work i mean know? quiz shows very there's not a huge amount that is to be rewatched i mean i guess yeah there are, there are moments. I mean, there, there are kind of compilation videos on YouTube of the best moments, which are nice to rewatch. I mean, the classic one is uh, Hapax Legonomenon, which is the one that kind of non-uni fans know about. Yeah. Uh, yeah and there's yeah. like every yeah, every season will have these, will be punctuated with these little, like, well, as, we, as we've identified with our Twitter moments gone, these moments yeah. that are kind of notable for not necessarily the quiz, just the kind of thing that happened. But yeah, so, I mean, I, unless, yeah. unless it's like... Uh, no, you wouldn't want to watch a whole half hour again, I don't think. Unless there was, for example, one of those like historic individual performances from the likes of um what's the name of that slightly kind of eccentric Canadian guy from like six years uh, ago? Oh yeah, everyone? Brandon, was it? No, no, it's pre Brandon, although Brandon's another example. Oh, like, right. If it was one of the if it was if it was one of these types who like sailed through answering more than yeah. most teams get. Then yes. Maybe. Yes. But on the whole, yeah. now I wouldn't say there's a great deal of rewatch value to an individual episode. Or you could watch something from the '80s and see what '80s hair was like. But I oh yeah, feel... well I mean, if, if if you found like archive footage of like the Bamba Gascoigne years, then definitely. Yeah. Um, if you could only get your hands on that. Yeah. Well, apparently, loads of it like burnt down, and I mean, we discussed this. A load, loads we of have, it like yeah, went Granada up in flames. Great... What yeah. a loss! What a loss! Such to a loss! I was like, God, thank God for digitization. <laughs> another thing that's you know we discussed this before recording another thing that separates us from the kind of old codgers who bemoan yeah about modernity you know i'm actually cheering for digitization and the death yeah. of solid state because it means that we don't accidentally burn <laughs> hours and hours of cherished footage yeah the uh yeah uh, doomsday uh book is uh completely safe in, in digital <laughs> we can get the pdf up in 100 years time no dramas yeah. um i have one uh broad thing i've noticed i wonder if you have as well is can i nominate you has that always been there in uc or has that caught on this year 
can I nominate you? Um, no, I think I've seen it before. Maybe it's something that someone started to say and others did. Mm. Because obviously, like, uh, in in the bonuses, it's got it's the idea is that it's the the captain who announces the answer. Mm. But I think it's yeah, no, I, I get uh, it. But they, I think um, just historically, people would just just nominate them. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you mean yeah? I mean maybe yeah, and now it's maybe oh, maybe that's another kind of symptom of maybe it's a symptom of a, a a kind of more socially sensitive generation in, in more, a good way. Yeah, absolutely. A more consenting, more mm. kind, more open-hearted. Another reason that's uh, we're pro Gen Z. Yeah, good on them. Um, Although, I mean, you... how many how many, Sorry, how many of tonight's how many of tonight's competitors are actually Gen Z? Do we reckon? Now that is something worth saying because the maybe average Harvey. age is thirty-one. On, oh bloody hell, um, Robert Gordon! That is too much. That is too much. Mm. Um, I don't know what the line is, but it's definitely beyond the line for me. Do, do you have a, a stronger feeling either way? Is your feeling evolved? Well, I don't know because I mean the the average, an average of thirty one though. If they were all thirty one year olds, then yeah, I think that's a bit too much. But if it's like two nineteen year olds and two quick maths fifty three mm. year olds, yeah, good point. Then that, then that's actually quite interesting and fun. So it's yes. not. It's not. I, th- I, th- I think the average or the mean is not the is not the um it's not the stat we're looking for here. Maybe the I don't know median or mode <laughs> age. <laughs> How many other averages do you remember? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? But the median one. But it's the median's the middle, right? It's even. The, the median so. is like the, the the middle value in a set, and the mode is the most common <laughs> commonly occurring value. So the mode, I think. So if 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 the mode age in a team is thirty one, <laughs> uh, then yeah. And you want the mode. The I think the, you, you, you want the mode age to be, I think, below twenty-five. But you're allowed <laughs> to have one or two olders. I really, really like that. <laughs> Representing thirty-two thousand students with a mode age of twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like for Paxman to drop it in without explanation as well. Yeah. If, well, if here's, an gonna... here's, an, here's an interesting. We could, we could introduce like a kind of handicap system where, if you know, for each standard deviation above twenty five that your average age is, you get mm. docked ten points or something. Hey. So, like, if you if you're one of those yeah. teams, like Open University, often turn. Although, I mean, maybe exception could be made for them, but they always turn up with like a bunch of sixty year olds. Yeah. Because it's like so to account for the fact that you have had so many more decades in which to learn stuff. Yeah. And you know, all that. Let's yeah, take I, some points away. Absolutely. At the beginning of the series, I didn't really mind it as much uh, because I I don't really remember mature teams winning. And I think there is something about a fresh, totally consumed uh, young mind who's just all about the queers and has, you know, yeah. really that, that kind of obsession and that kind of clear head, I, I feel, is a very youthful thing. And so youth still has the ultimate advantage. But I just feel a bit bad for all the other undergrads that Robert Gordon uh, this time. He would love to have a crack, but can't get on the park. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, well, that's I, I, I was never particularly exercised by this. I've talked to people who get absolutely in, incensed at the idea that anyone yeah. other than like basically undergraduate age people would do University Challenge. The thing is, it's interesting that like, you say that, that uh, when you see a kind of an older contestant, like uh, this year's UCL captain, for example, oh, whose Sam. name I forget. But he, um, his like quizzing excellence seems to be more like the natural result of a lifetime of knowledge accumulation. Whereas you, when you see the youngsters who are amazing, it's much more like you say, just a kind of exuberant youthful dedication to 
yeah. learning how to quiz. And so I think, and I think that's kind of more what this is about rather than just like, oh, this guy is so wise for his, you know, after his decades of yeah. cogitation. <laughs> that's a really good way of putting it. And in fact, now you mentioned him, I'm almost immediately okay with it. And it's good to have a variety of quizzes because if we only had undergrads as well, the other extreme of the of the pendulum uh only undergrads would also be just a bit of a damp watch as well you know and to yeah. what extent do undergrads really make university or is it actually mature and phds who really make a university give it it's rep? Uh, it's interesting i mean i actually had a discussion with uh, on the weekend i bumped into uh, an old course mate of mine from uea wow and uh, she reminded me of uh, a classmate of ours in the first year an italian guy called lucio who at the time was 77 and he oh, was wow. uh and he just decided to go back to university. He was very vocal. And he had kind of like sort of endearingly broken English, but he was obviously absolutely enthused and completely engaged with the course material in a way that like sort of 19-year-olds just weren't because they thought it was <laughs> they had to just be at university anyway. And so he was one of the most vocal people there. And he was a really interesting guy, really nice. Um, yeah. That's a brilliant idea. And I sort of hope that I consider going to university when I'm 77 um, well, I was my... thinking if I if I ever had the good fortune to sort of retire and be mm. idle in my life at a time and I am still compus mentis and sort of physically able to go out and about, I probably would go back to university. Yeah, I think it'd be good. And I, I have absolutely no surprise that he is the most engaged person in the room as well. Um, yeah, lovely guy, Lucio. So if, if, if you're listening, Lucio, wherever you are. Get in touch, Lucio. Yeah, um, I mean, he, how did uh, you I, go this evening, Rob? How many, uh, how many scores? Let What's me just top up, not fantastically. I got a and de in the French rounds. <laughs> yeah, in fact, all, all I got six, and they came in three pairs of answers from from three sets of uh, bonuses. I got a and de. I got Liszt and Mozart from the music round, oh, and I got oh, New Forest and Forest of Dean in whatever the round was oh, that had those as answers. Good round that as well. I like that. Yeah, forests round. Uh, very well done, Rob. I got four this evening, but yeah, I like that you got it all in pairs, you know. Yeah. You, uh, you're effectively running quickly between the wickets and cricket. Well, exactly. You, yeah. You, yeah. Pinching you, a you second. You the extra singles. The game takes, takes care of itself. <laughs> but um... I really like the premise of the forest round. I also really like the premise of D minor equaling death in classical music. That's a really yeah. good idea. Which is not something I was particularly aware of, but... Um... Hmm. Yeah, I, that, that, it was one of those music rounds where the other two that I didn't get were so on the tip of my tongue and I wanted Maddening. to it's kick myself. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we're reaching the stage of the competition where sort of six and single figure scores are, for, for me anyway, certainly become the norm. Yeah, um, yeah. It does get harder, doesn't it? Yeah. So much harder. Because I mean, yeah. So I mean, at the, at the, at the beginning of this series, I was, I was flirting with the 20s. You've had a couple of PBs. Yeah, and now I mean, I, and I'm wondering, I'm wondering which which sort of episode I prefer. Do I prefer the one where it's like slightly easier and I can just really rack up a sort of a score that the the, the, yeah. the stats geek and the competitive loser in me would like to sort of mm -hmm. rag about, or do I prefer the episodes that you know are so kind of have all this arcane, ridiculous knowledge, and therefore I get a big kick out of actually getting just one? <laughs> Must be a really hard thing for a quiz master to judge. <laughs> um, that you know you, you want a question that's difficult to get that satisfaction but ultimately people do have to get it or else they'll be turning off you yeah. know if, it, if it's literally impossible to know that would be really tough just to return to the d minor one uh do you have any favorite chords rob any favorite chords um 
or chords that mean something? Well, I mean, I'm not like a musicologist and I was never really good enough at music to know to know too much about the theory. And to, as, from a guitar point of view, there were ones that whose shape I enjoyed playing because they sort of fit my hand better. There's a cool yeah. one that I, I think it's uh, E minor flattened six, which is a sort of the Hendrix chord. Ooh. Which is, da, 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 da. Yeah, I think it's E minor flattened six. I mean, I'm sure if anyone musical listening, I've probably got that wrong. Wow, but, uh, that's really quite a, advanced. It was quite a, it was quite a cool little um, shape in your hand. And yeah, it was also a very nice one to just uh, it's quite funky sounding. It's the one that it's the basis of a lot of his songs like Purple Haze. Uh, oh, right. Fire. Yeah. And it sounds very it's it's, it's yeah, it, it once once you got the hang of that, it was a, it was a really nice sort of it was a good uh, feather to your bow. That is a fantastic answer, Rob. And you were being all modest about it there because I was just going to go with D major. Cause it's very D major. Solid. Is that yeah. it, does that one represent it's life just... then? <laughs> 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 yes it should it's very joyous in my mind again thinking mm. of like the guitar um there was a space where i was playing a bit and um i had sort of five songs of the go which were all in d major and they were all upbeat cheesy numbers so in my head i've just put the two and two together it's quite a it's quite a nice chord to strum d major because all the fingers yeah. are at the top of the on the top few strings so it's quite lovely bright feeling. yeah you're right lovely feeling mm. um do we have gongs we got brown for player of the match i'm assuming Easily, yeah. I mean, no question. Um, yeah, come on. Granny's fave. Really good shout. Maybe Harvey. He was quite kind of fresh-faced and sort of wholesome-looking. The captain, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And I think he was quite considerate. You know, as he was sat there, he was looking to his left and his right. He Certainly, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd make sure Twit- everyone in, was included. The, twi- the tweet generator, I'm going to go for Cullen's bandana. So, Cullen. Yeah, really good point. Really good point. Yeah. It's um, unfair that it's, you know just an accessory um but it, it's a show that's pretty low on accessories i would say yeah i mean you, I, I guess yeah if, if a, a well timed accessory a well aimed accessory on university mm. challenge can can really cause some damage <laughs> it can really separate you from the crowd mm-hmm. uh but unfortunately it won't get you through to the next round so wait, all... remind me of remind me of the absurdity of this like format. Does this mean we're waving goodbye to Robert Gordon, or are they having no. another crack of the whip? No, amazingly, no. Paxman said at the end you have to win two quarterfinal matches to go through, and you get to play three. <laughs> you must do, yeah. Because otherwise, so... yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, okay. Well, good on them. There um, must be like six teams left, and then two of them will. So win. wait, well, two wait, of Robert the two Gordon left will win. Week... Yeah. they'll go through to a semi-final apiece and the losers of those games will play each other and the winner of them so hey 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 i'm just i was just doing a bit of a a bit of elimination in my head mm-hmm. i think what this round and the last one have left us with is the mouth-watering prospect of the clash between titans ucl <gasps> and our guys newnham oh no way no, for next week yeah, I think so, maybe. Let, let me just check. Next on. God, if you're right. If you're bloody right, Rob. Oh, it doesn't say. Ah, well, let's keep our eyes keep our eyes peeled. But that is... Uh... Do you know what? I know who will. It's us two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be absolutely... Oh, but I, I love them both. I couldn't possibly, you know, give them up. I do. But hey, at least thanks to the format, we won't have to, whatever happens. But... Um... <laughs> It'll be a goodie. <laughs> we'll hold on to them forever and ever. Well, listen, we've had an, uh, another 
tremendous quarterfinal, Royal Holloway being extremely strong, Robert Gordon being a little slow, not much crack, but we've got good gongs and things are getting really quite difficult for those of us at home. And it's goodbye from Rob. Bye-bye. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. At the gong, the University Flower Podcast. Asking the questions. Ed Bar Sim and Rob Kingston.